Have you put yourself in a position to become that person that wants to attract the thing that you want? Are you embodying? Are you that person who is ready for that thing that you continue to ask the universe for? Are you ready to receive the love you've been asking for? Are you ready to receive the abundance, the money that you've been asking for? In today's episode of Heart Our Minds with Dora Lee, I am going to be talking to you about being honest with yourself with what you want and where you are. We are also going to talk about whether we have made room for it or not. A lot of us make the mistake of asking and calling things in that we do not have the space for or we have not healed the wounds that are might that might sabotage that thing that we want. So grab your drink, your water, your coffee, whatever it is that you are sipping on, and let's chat. So I want to start by visiting the honest truth, the harsh truth, the part that stings, because you know that this podcast is all about honesty, vulnerability, community, and coming together to empower and inspire you to step into that greater version of you. And I want to ask you, and I want to start by asking you this hard question. Are you ready right now to receive the love that you want without fucking it up? I know right in your face at four o'clock in the morning, whatever time you're listening to this, but we need to be honest. Are you ready? If, if the universe, God, whatever it is, right? I want you to always keep in mind that there is something bigger than you out there. If whatever it is that you believe in that's bigger than you is getting ready to send you that thing you've been asking for, are you ready to receive it without sabotaging it? So many of us are asking and wanting and desperately trying to call in love and money and career and purpose, but we have not done the work to clear out the cobwebs in our heart, in our closet. We have not done the work to clear out the wounds that have the potential to ruin the thing that we've been asking for. And please know that you are not alone. I have done this before. I, a little background about me is I am very ambitious. I'm a goal getter. I'm driven. I'm motivated. That's something I've had in me since I was born. I have grit. I fight for what I want. I go after it. I was raised by Mexican immigrant parents who came here from Mexico and they instilled in me that if I want something, I have to go after it. No one's going to hand it to me. And I really feel like that is what is a part of my, my determination to succeed. So I always knew that I would succeed in the world by going to school, by getting my degrees, by getting a good job, by making good money. That was never a question for me. Growing up, I was always told that college was a requirement. It was not an option. So I really didn't have the autonomy or the freedom to choose because I needed to follow these steps because that is how I was raised. That for me came naturally, right? Of course, the road ahead 
put me on a fork and I didn't go to college right after high school because I was dealing with my abusive boyfriend and it sabotaged a lot of my plans. And then when my dad passed away, it kind of put everything back into perspective for me and I spiraled, not in a good way, but everything just kind of came crumbling down around that time and I was lost. And around this age, I'm 19 to 21 years old, completely lost, faithless, angry at God for taking my dad, right? Then comes a dream that I have where I see my dad in my dream, completely healthy, restored, young. And I knew that that was him talking to me, telling me he had made it to the other side and he was just, he was back right? His soul existed. His soul continued on over in heaven. So I was kind of back on that road. I was at the fork and then this dream pushed me back on that road. Soon after I met my husband, got married and I was back. So I knew that, okay, I fall, I, I faltered or, you know, went backwards, but now I am back on the road to getting the things that I want back on school is a thing for me. I need to do this. I have to accomplish, you know, like all of the shiny things I needed to check off the marriage, bought the house, had the kids, got the degrees, all of that. That was never, that was a no brainer for me. However, I did not realize that I was bringing over into my new life with my new shiny pennies that I was accumulating I didn't know I was bringing over my inner child wounds of abandonment, of trust. I didn't know that I was going to be projecting and I had no idea that I was capable of sabotaging myself because I had not learned to regulate. I had not learned to communicate. I had not learned to understand myself, my wants and my needs. So while I knew the um, the dreams and the goals and the ambitions were coming to me because they always were, I was always a hard worker, smart, had good grades. I didn't know that I was the person who could ruin that for me. I didn't know that I was the person who could demolish all of the things that I had ever asked for. I wasn't ready for that. I hadn't healed it and I want you to know that we're never going to be fully ready or healed in any sort of situation in life, but these are some things that might cause us to sabotage all of the dreams and the goals that we have for ourselves. For example, I have a loving husband. Uh, I'm I'm in a great relationship. It's healthy. So why am I always yelling? Why am I always triggered? Why am I always threatening to leave? What is this? And when I'm talking to you about this, I'm thinking about 23 to 26, 27 year old Dora. I got married at 22 years old, 23 years old. It was hard. I did a lot of pushing away. I was emotionally unavailable and also trying to convince my husband that he was the one that was emotionally unavailable because you don't love me because if you loved me you would do this for me if you loved me you would understand me if you loved me you would know what i wanted i didn't know that i needed to articulate that myself i was conditioned to sweep 
things under the rug to hurry up and get over this argument so I could go back to being happy again. How many of you has this happened to? How many of you have been in a relationship or in a situation where someone that you love and you are having a disagreement and they are just saying or doing whatever it is to get you to get over it right now? They are telling you, okay, I'll work on myself. And this is going to make you get over it right now. How many of you has this happened to you? Because I know this has happened to me. And I want you to know that this is very common. And not only that, but I want you to be honest with yourself. Because when we have been hurt before, this pain that we feel of betrayal, of of not being enough, of not being worthy, of not being loved, can make us so that we make these false promises to ourselves and to our loved ones about how we're going to change and heal because we want to hurry up and get past this fight, get past this challenge. And then we move on and 10 years later, we haven't done the work. Then this triggers the 2 a.m. thoughts, the thoughts that no one will ever know how you feel. When someone asks you, how are you doing today? And you say, everything is perfectly fine. No one will ever know. You will never let them in to the places where you feel worthless, where you're filled with doubt, where you're scared about where your money's coming in, where you're scared about how your relationship is going to work out or not work out, where you're scared about the dream and the goal that you have and if it's going to happen for you or not. This is what triggers those 2 a.m. thoughts. The 2 a.m. thoughts cycle around and around like an endless load of dirty laundry. They never get clean. They just get recycled over and over and over again in your head. Every single time that you replay that story about how things are never going to get better and how how am I going to do it and I don't know what I'm going to do, you injure yourself. You endure another painful memory. It goes into your inner wound of I am not good enough. I am a failure. I don't know how I'm going to get past this. This is something that we need to get curious about because we can have control over it. We must do the work in order to gain control over it. And I also want to remind you that that load is going to keep spinning in your head if you keep avoiding the work, if you keep avoiding the hard conversation, if you keep avoiding the healing, if you allow the person that you love to keep avoiding their own healing. Because they're telling you whatever it is to keep you in their life and you're believing them. And 15 years later, we are still on the same wash cycle. We must give this cycle over to God. This is what we do. Here is where we give that cycle over to God. He's the only one who can help you through this. You just have to switch the load. What do I mean by that? Switching the load means I make a decision to walk up to that washer machine, push the button and stop it and do something about it because I can no longer live in the cycle of rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat because it is exhausting to you and it is something that you don't want to be living in. It is taking away from your dream, your purpose and your goal. Then this triggers the 2 a.m. thoughts. The thoughts that no one will ever know how you feel. When someone asks you, how are you doing today? And you say, everything is perfectly fine. 
No one will ever know. You will never let them in to the places where you feel worthless, where you're filled with doubt, where you're scared about where your money's coming in, where you're scared about how your relationship is going to work out or not work out, where you're scared about the dream and the goal that you have and if it's going to happen for you or not. This is what triggers those 2 a.m. thoughts. The 2 a.m. thoughts cycle around and around like an endless load of dirty laundry. They never get clean. They just get recycled over and over and over again in your head. Every single time that you replay that story about how things are never going to get better and how how am I going to do it and I don't know what I'm going to do, you injure yourself. You endure another painful memory. It goes into your inner wound of, I am not good enough. I am a failure. I don't know how I'm going to get past this. This is something that we need to get curious about because we can have control over it. We must do the work in order to gain control over it. And I also want to remind you, that that load is going to keep spinning in your head if you keep avoiding the work, if you keep avoiding the hard conversation, if you keep avoiding the healing, if you allow the person that you love to keep avoiding their own healing because they're telling you whatever it is to keep you in their life and you're believing them. And 15 years later, we are still on the same wash cycle. In order to heal, we must acknowledge the 2 a.m. thoughts. We must release the shame and the guilt surrounding them. The, I am not a good daughter. I am not a good wife. I am not a good mother. I am not a good employee. I am a failure. Those are the 2 a.m. thoughts. I'm never going to succeed. I'm never going to find love. I'm never going to get out of this financial hole. Those are the 2 a.m. thoughts. They do not go away by ignoring them and pretending you're okay. They go away by acknowledging them by understanding where they come from, by getting curious about where you got this from, because you were not born this way, my friend. You did not come onto earth with these thoughts. You were conditioned, you were taught. Someone else paved this yellow brick road and you have now picked up the baton and you are walking through life with someone else's thoughts. And now if you really truly sit and think, you are probably carrying hundreds of years of thoughts that do not serve you, of thoughts that you might repeat to your children if you don't stop that cycle. So now let's talk about the things that are in those 2 a.m. thoughts. Because those are the things that are keeping you stuck in your present day life. Fear. Number one is fear. Fear is keeping you stuck from moving forward. Fear is keeping you in a place where you don't know what the outcome is. You don't know if you can control the outcome. So then you stay paralyzed inside of whatever decision you need to make because it is uncomfortable to think of myself as a failure. Fear really drives us to stay completely rooted in the mud, stuck, not making a move or action towards the thing that we want. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not me forgetting to tell you about how the doors to my virtual healing course, Healing Your Root, are going to close on February 1st. 
I do this all of the time. I do this to myself all of the time. But yes, I wanted to remind you that the doors to healing your root are going to close on February 1st. If you have been ready to get to that root of yours, if you have been ready to find out why you lash out, why you shut down, if you have been ready to really rebuild and reclaim your power and create a brand new story with brand new coping skills and tools to help you access and deal with those dark times in your life, then I highly suggest that you click the link below in this podcast description and grab all the information. We start February 1st. You will have access to be able to buy just the general course for a lower fee, or you can subscribe to the VIP experience that comes with the general course, as well as four Zooms where you get to Zoom sessions where you get to process what you've learned and ask me questions on a Zoom for four weeks in the month of February. So give yourself this gift of self-love by signing up for Healing Your Root if you are ready to embody that version of you. Now, back to the show. Worry. Maybe you're worried if something is going to work out for you or not. Maybe you're worried about a job or a love interest or a financial problem. You're worried, is it going to happen or not? Please, please, please let the outcome go in my favor. Please, please, please let this person love me. That worry is keeping you up at two o'clock in the morning. Is that bill going to get paid? Is that judgment going to go through? Whatever it is that you are currently dealing with right now, that worry is keeping you in that rinse cycle on the washer. It's the endless load that continues to spin. That worry is not your problem. That worry belongs to something bigger than you. That worry is taking away from your present moment with yourself, with your children, with your job. It's taking away from that date night you're on right now with your husband or that friendship date you're on with your best friend that you haven't seen forever and you're having brunch. That worry sneaks in to your brain and constantly lives in that cycle, keeping you stuck in the fear of it not panning out. You must give that worry over to God and accept whatever outcome is for you. Because sometimes the things that you want or think that you want are not supposed to be for you. Some jobs are not meant for you. Some people are not meant to be with you. Some people are not meant to join you on the next season of your life. So what's the point of worrying about something you are not supposed to have? which then pushes you into doubt. It pushes you into that self-doubt of, wait, am I doing the right thing? Wait, am I doing enough? Wait, maybe they're right. Oh my gosh, maybe I'm not meant to do this. Maybe this career, this dream that I have is not meant for me. That pushes you into that doubt. If God brought you to it, he will get you through it. You have to remember that. Even the hard shit, even the financial problems. And I'm sharing financial a lot because it's coming up around me uh, with a lot of people that I work with. 
I feel like 2023 was a year that exposed a lot of our weaknesses and many of us were using money to numb or to compete or to find worth in. And a lot of people are contemplating bankruptcy or financial um, restructuring. But I want you to know something though. Maybe you're worrying and doubting because you've never been in this position before. You're worrying and doubting and you're scared because this is something new to you. But just because it's new to you doesn't mean it's going to kill you. You still need to continue to have faith. Do not walk by sight. Walk by faith. The thing you have in front of you right now is not the truth. It could be a situation that you're dealing with right now. Yes, but there's something bigger than you out there. That's the faith that I'm talking about. Don't fixate on the thing that you have no control over. Instead, channel all of your energy into having faith that something bigger than you is going to make it work out in your favor, even if you don't agree with it just yet. So now let's go back to the question that I asked at the beginning of this podcast. When I asked, are you ready to receive that love that you want? Are you ready to receive that abundance that you want? Because it's going to come. It's coming. But right now, though, are you ready for it? Here's where you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with, am I truly embodying and am I the person ready to receive it? Or am I the person that is stuck in fear, worry, and doubt up at 2 a.m. fixating on things that I have no control over? Because if you are constantly fixating on these things, then the harsh truth is that maybe you're not ready for that. Because if it came, your fear, your doubt, your worry will sabotage that love. Your fear, your doubt, your worry will sabotage that abundance. Because once that money flows into your life, you might hold on to it so tightly because you're still living in that scarcity mindset of when it will go away. We need to be able to embody that version of ourselves that will receive that love that we want. We need to embody that version of ourselves that is ready to receive the millions of dollars that you want. You need to know that some of the sabotaging behaviors like numbing on buying things that you don't need on Amazon or constantly out in the stores and buying things that you don't need to make you feel better is a quick dopamine hit. But then answer the question of why would God, universe, whatever you want to call it, send me an abundance of money if I'm not ready to take care of it yet because I'm still numbing myself because I have these 2 a.m. thoughts that live in my head. So how do we do this? How do we do this? How do we embody and become the person that is ready to receive all of the blessings we've been asking for? You start by understanding that you are limitless. Do not put limitations on yourself. The universe is abundant. There is so much love and money and health and everything out there. When you tell yourself all all those good things happen to everybody else except for me, 
you are limiting yourself. When you look at your neighbor and see that she has everything that you want or your friend, she or he has everything that you want, but you say, oh, not me, you are limiting yourself. You have to look at yourself as limitless potential. You also have to own your shit. Own your shit that got you here. Own it. I made a mistake. I made decisions based on my feelings. I believed people who hurt me. Own your shit. Then let it go. Don't live and endure and replay that message over and over in your head about how you cannot have that thing. Own it. Understand that maybe the reason why you fell for that toxic relationship was because all you wanted was love. Maybe that reason that you blew a bunch of money on credit cards and have bankrupted yourself is because you were wanting to feel better, because you were wanting to keep up with someone, because you were wanting to have all of the things and the promises and the American dreams that we talk about. Own it. Then let it go. Let it go and allow yourself to transition into the person that is going to welcome all of the things you are asking for right now. So now, repeat after me. I am connected to the endless abundance of the universe. I am ready for the great things to happen to me in my life right now. Today, I am grateful for where I am at. I am worthy of getting everything that I want. I invite miracles to happen in my life. I will not question or rationalize the miracles that the universe sends me. I am owning my shit story. Yes, I know I said it. Repeat it. I am owning my shit story that I have been repeating over in my head and releasing it. I am financially abundant. I am abundant in love. I am a magnet for all that is good in this world. I am attracting powerful, positive, and healthy people into my life. I attract the right people and the best circumstances for my highest good. I have decided to be happy because it's good for my health. Abundance flows into my life with ease and grace, and I am embodying the person who will receive it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Heart Our Minds with Dora Lee. I am so grateful for you and thankful to be able to have these conversations and to give you some relief and to welcome in the good in your life. If you are truly ready to embody that person, to look at your inner wounds and how they have affected you and brought you to where you are today, the doors to my virtual healing course, Getting or Healing Your Root, will close on Thursday, February 1st. So please make sure that you get signed up for that. If you are ready to be that person who wants that abundance, who wants that love and wants to understand why they do what they do, then that course is for you. We close 
February 1st, we get started. There are two packages, a VIP experience where you get to process what you've learned in the course, the virtual course with me in four Zooms or just the general course alone. I will keep everything in the link down below, so be sure to check that out. And also, please share this episode with someone who you feel it could give a boost, an energy, some vibrational pull, something. We need to pull out of this negativity, this frequency that we're in, and really welcome and embody who we are meant to be for the next phase of our life. So. And as always, do not forget to rate, please, please, please rate and review the podcast, share your thoughts about it, and I will read it right here on the air. Thank you again, and I will talk to you soon.